So if you're uh, listening to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, you obviously love movies. Uh, I do too, because I host this podcast. And um, my pedal company, 37FX, um, definitely has a movie theme. So if you're looking for really cool guitar pedals and the bonus of having some uh, fun movie themes, uh, hit up the website, 37FX.com. That's the word 30, the number 7.com. Uh, you can find things like the Fat Guy Little Coat Fuzz and uh, soon to be released, the Tombstone Treble Boost, both, both based on some fantastic movies. So, uh, you know, hit the website up. We've got some great sound samples on there. And uh, you can also hit me up um, through Facebook or Instagram uh, with any questions you have. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. And we're back for part two of Across the Universe, the Masters of the Cinematic Universe musical episode. Uh, hopefully you've been uh, singing along with us and enjoying this, you know, fun, lighthearted festival we've been having so far because we're about to take a turn. Hmm. And on that note, I think I'm going to crack open a cold one like a necrophiliac would. Wow. Holy shit, Holy Joe. Shit. <laughs> we're getting dark, I said. Yeah, but wow. we're not getting dark in that direction. It's the Irish curse <laughs> from right. Hourglass Brewing. Yeah, well, shit. <laughs> Come I, need, I need to crack open a beer. You can crack, so. crack open a cold one. Yeah, um, cold I, cracker. Now, uh, I went to World of Beer in Gainesville last night, and I asked for something from Hourglass. And the only thing they had was the, it's called the Augustus. But it's actually a sour glass brewing, which I didn't realize there was a difference until you told me. And then I looked at the bottle and it actually said sour on it. Yeah, so Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, you've got the big, like, open space, the nerd cave, the, all the cool, the bar. And then next to it is Sour Glass Brewing, which is like this fancy room that's, I've never really been in there before where there's like barrel aged stuff and, and hmm. they have like private events in there. So that's like, that's like some upper class beer you're drinking right there man. it was good yeah. um it it was 14 dollars a bottle so i was like it better Whoa. be good yeah um, Holy shit and That's it looked like a little fun. wine bottle almost um but uh it was in, it was the most interesting tasting beer i've had in a long time because it was a dark sour the way the bottle described it is it has hints of leather and chocolate oh see that sophisticated didn't it also have some port wine or or Sherry or brandy in it? Something. I think it, it had, had sherry in it, and yeah, it was it had, barrel aged. Yeah, exactly. And then my wife said it tastes like barbecue. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, it tastes like barbecue to me. And I'm like, I don't taste that, <laughs> but okay. Proud I, I sponsors of Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yeah, right. Hourglass Brewing. It tastes like barbecue. I thought it was delicious, though. I'll tell you that. I, I was I was very happy with it. Um, I just wanted to like support them Like when I went there. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't want to just get any number of the other beers they had. I was like, you have anything by Hourglass? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support them. Very nice. Because they're an man. awesome brewery. Very nice. All right. So now that the fun's over. Oh, fuck. Last time we left, uh, our, our boys, Max and Jude, just moved into New York. Um, as far as we know with Lucy, she's waiting for Daniel to come home for his furlough. Um, and uh, that's where we're at. But uh, we see Lucy and her friend riding bikes. Um they're having a good old time and uh, as they come around the corner where daniel's house is they see a black car parked up out front and two soldiers are walking up the front porch um lucy uh drops her bike 
and takes off running to the porch as the soldiers walk away and Daniel's mom is just like in tears breaking down and, and falling down like from grief um, and we see her drop some dog tags uh, I can only assume at this point this means that Daniel's been you know killed in action based upon you know the fact they're coming there personally to deliver his dog tags back to the mom which would be the, the next you know next of kin since he's still young and hadn't been married yet um, and then we get a, a song, which, uh, we'll break this down after the song plays, but I actually think in this song is one of the best vocal performances in the entire movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this singer just fucking knocks it out of the water. Like she has, I don't even, I wonder if she's like, if we could look who that is. Cause she's gotta be famous. Like Carol Woods, Carol Woods. That's her name. Yeah. And Timothy Mitchum, the kid is, mm. <laughs> oh, the kid is too. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's American actress and singer. Uh, she's been in Sweet and Low Down, uh, The Honeymooners, too. Her voice is just, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I'm just like, it's it, so it, good. It's, like, it's in the gospel feel. Like, once again, we've talked about this already. They, they're they changing up these songs from, like, yeah. what they are. Not just, like, who's singing them, but musically. Yeah. They're, they're putting them into, like, different, like, genres and moods than they originally were in. Um, and this gets a gospel feel to it based upon, you know, the action that's taking place. And it, it's a very appropriate song for for the the visuals that are going along with it. But we'll discuss that when it's over. Um, if you guys want to grab some tissues, this might be the time to do it. <laughs> when I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And then by all darkness, she is standing right in front of me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the broken hearted people living in this world agree, there will be an answer. Let it be For though they may be parted There is still a chance that they will see There will be an answer Let it be Let it be Let it be Let it be I wake up To the sound of music 
Joe, you want to take this one? <laughs> How you guys holding up? <laughs> uh, which you guys can see the visuals I'm seeing. They they are tearing up in their faces. I'm tearing up a little bit too, just watching you guys tear up. Um, <sighs> Fuck, man. Just like I said, when her voice, when she gets that high range, and like they have the piano with the broken plane, and then that Leslie organ behind it, just screaming. I'm like, oh my god, this is like beautiful, beautiful music to such a dark visual. <laughs> Like, <clears throat> whoo! Yeah, so, I mean, you, you you mentioned that you know this whole scene kicks off with the news of the death of yeah. the soldier, and that's that's sad enough. The way it's shot is pretty haunting. You know, the mother collapses and and mm-hmm. the dog tags fall to the ground, but they cut to this little boy in the middle of a riot, uh, hiding behind a burnt car. Well, these are he, the Detroit race riots in the sixties. Yeah. yeah. And he's um, he's the voice you hear singing the beginning of that song, and that shit hits out of nowhere, buddy. Like you're watching yeah. this movie, yeah. I'm having a good time, and then, <laughs> my God, this is where it goes from that thing you do to kids. <laughs> yeah, oh, full fucking kids. Yeah, I mean, um, they, they couldn't have come up with a better way to introduce the character of JoJo. I agree, 100%. Um, and, and, and the his fact motivation. that his real name is Martin Luther. <laughs> yeah, Martin Luther McCoy. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, just to to really very poignantly drive, you know, his his energy home. Like why he's doing what he's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Why he's packing up ahead in New York. Um, it can't get more visceral than that. And they did, like, the best job ever. And even the the last piano chord was oh, off yeah. key and they didn't finish the song yeah and like, then they let they the thunder roll in <clears throat> right and then just it just ended that way and i don't know it's perfect it's a perfect fucking scene it really it is. is it's I, beautiful and I, I think what hit really hard for me other than i mean obviously it, you could listen to music by itself and make you fucking cry the, the way it's yeah composed and sang but they cut from that kid in the riot to a funeral yeah. yeah and it's a little ambiguous at first because you just see people pouring into a church but well, there's then they, two funerals going simultaneously right well when they show that same kid in the casket man i know i'm sorry well, like that's, well it's also yeah. like the dichotomy of the differences between the two funerals like the all-american white guy soldiers getting this like honors the limousines coming into this big giant like rich cemetery and then like you're at the black church and like there's everyone's coming into this one church walking in with umbrellas mm-hmm. on in the rain. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's just showing like at this point in time in history, like there was a big divide there and like it's trying to drive that point home that yep. that there is a difference here. You know, the whole reason this little boy died is just for existing. Like he didn't die for mm-hmm. because he was fighting a war. He didn't die because he did something wrong. He just mm-hmm. existed in a time where he couldn't exist, you know, and be left alone. That's like, let it be. Just come on. Just let it be. Like there's going to be yeah. a tomorrow. Let it be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was, this was fucking heartbreaking. Luckily yeah. the film, a few scenes later, gives you a, a singing pimp because yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they didn't do that, it literally you... goes from like yeah. kids to Moulin Rouge. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, well, you know what? I, I that was planned. We know that was planned just yeah. to yeah, get yeah. us out of the malaise that 
that just yeah so so just to overview know. what's going on we see the detroit race riots there's a little boy like he's kind of hiding behind a car we see just people getting shot out in the streets by the police uh well let me replace it we see black people getting shot in the streets by the police i want to drive that point home there's not just no, by, any by people the, by the there's national this, guard joe not by yeah. the police by the yeah. fucking national guard yeah so there, this is like a major problem that needs to be addressed like this was happening at this point in time this needed to be and this is you know right before the whole martin luther king movement as well like this is all taking place at this exact same time in, in mm-hmm. history in point in history so like this is something you know big um but thank goodness the, it's 2022 and racism oh, yeah is it's gone all the forever. way right yeah, it's, it's all gone, gone now right it's all yeah, gone now. It worked, right no they're not shooting riders <laughs> in the streets or anything like that anymore right uh but anyway so because i don't want to get too political because <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> we know where I this know. could go all night um but we see the young boy now laying in a coffin he was obviously a, a casualty of the rioting that was going on um we see an older woman weeping and being held by another man um we find out that that man is jojo who's played by martin luther um and uh you know he's he's the older brother to the young boy that, that passed away and that was his mom that was weeping um we do flash around back and forth between the funeral for daniel where we see lucy and daniel's mother um, crying also they're getting a flag wrapped up and handed to them in, in traditional military fashion um, and then as this as the song comes to an end we uh, kind of see Jojo like walk off um, and it seems like he's heading down to New York City himself because he yeah. just needs to get out of this area and get a change of paces the way I look at it I feel like he's just he doesn't want to survive here anymore he wants to try to do something right. different oh like, he just can't take it yeah little piece of trivia about the flag folding it pissed off a lot of people because they did it wrong because they they faced the stars down towards the ground and you never do that the the stars should always be up so when they folded the flag Mm. in half they folded it the wrong way they folded stripes over stars so stars are facing down then they folded it Hmm. so i mean it's a little thing but you know how people can get crazy over shit and they Yeah. yeah so um we're going to get like a Doug, like a, a Doug, like Eric said, a little bit more of a fun song now. Um, this is yeah. another song they took some liberty musically with, and I fucking love the payoff. This is, this. I just, oh my God. Um, the music, it just reminds me of like a down south, like almost like swamp, like bluegrass, like, but not yeah. really bluegrass, but like muddy blues type version of this, this song, which normally is, you know. Pretty, it's already pretty like chill to start with. Like, is this, like how do you make this song more chill? Well, yeah. this is how you do it.
shoes shine He got tough jam football He got monkey finger He shoot Coca-Cola He said He got walrus gumboot He got enough sapphire He won't spawn the cracker He got feet down below his knee What do all his objects do things come together? Hey, do you like your own songs, Jojo? Yeah. Got 20 in a notebook. Another 10 in my head. Leave room for anything else? Music's the only thing that makes sense anymore, man. Play it loud enough. Keeps the demons at bay. Come together. Hello, hello. Who are you? Ah, oh, so fucking good. Joe fucking Cocker. Yeah, man. Say no more. I I remember people being pissed off about this movie because like Beatles music is this fucking sacred cow. Like you don't oh, cover the Beatles. Assholes. Yeah, dude, this... Well, I mean, Joe Cocker did a pretty good job covering the Beatles for the Wonder Years, too. Exactly. He's allowed to cover anything he wants, okay? 
Is that a new I gotta be? See, yeah. this is like, like if I'm gonna play any song here, this is like the style I would play in because I love, like, this is me. I love playing the blues. I got that voice where I can sing. That's like that's my voice. I can't sing pretty, but I can sing dirty and homeless. Dirty <laughs> I'm like the homeless, and homeless. guy. <laughs> she got a show. She got holy roll. I say one and one and one is three. See, that's my voice. I can do that all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't do anything else, but I can do that. Oh, yeah, man. And, and I got a pimp well. too. You do it well. You you sing with the passion of a man who's about to like reach climax. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. like that grit, man. And uh, this this I'm telling you, man. Like this shit slaps, as the kids say. Like a lot does. of these arrangements the are really fucking too. cool. Yeah. Because yeah. what I love about this style of music is it leaves space. Like um, a lot of people like try to play music at too fast a tempo. I like music when it kind of sits in that pocket and grooves because you can like mm-hmm. really open up and create space when you have that that slower time signature. Um, I love how it starts too, like the bus is coming in and the windshield wipers are the beat. Yep, it's just fucking great. Goes down to the subway. There's the homeless dude standing there just singing the song to him. Looks like he's about to flash him, but of course, it's just, you know we can't see nudity, so. <laughs> I don't think Joe Cocker wants to flash anybody though. Too, so and I don't think His anybody wants to be Cocker. flashed by Joe Cocker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, everyone seems to just be like obsessed with JoJo and singing about him. He's walking on the street. Um, he seems a little out of place in the business shuffle of New York, though. I love that scene too, where they're briefcast dancing and stuff, like the businessmen. Yes. And then that one guy, the angel, like walks off with a briefcase in the air, <laughs> <laughs> no. like it's a balloon or some shit. Yeah, that uh, whole scene when he's walking, when they've got the the. The eye level camera facing the crowd, walking towards him, and, 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 and they're all shuffling back just, and forth yeah. and side he's to side. And he's just in the middle, like lost in it all. It just, it's so uh, good. And then, the, the, of course, the pimp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I said, Joe Cocker could be anything he wants to be. Yep, I'm, I'm on board right. with that. Um, where was it? That here? shit was on the nose, though. That yep. shirt was too much. And it was. When this movie's on the nose, I know it's Beatles songs and not John Lennon songs, but when I wanted to hate this movie in the beginning, like when they showed the main character, you know, in his jumpsuit, like work and like welding the boats, I was like, what are they going to play fucking working class hero now? Come on, (laughs) sing it. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't play. It's a hard day's night and I'm working like a dog. (laughs) I've been working like a dog. You know, the funny part is... um, they change the song, but one of the biggest things they change from it is taking out the drum beat, like which is the yeah. most iconic part of known of like right. the song. But when they take that drum beat out, it gives the rest of the song room to breathe. Mm-hmm. Instead of you don't have it, yeah. you just let the music breathe on its own. Yep. Uh, which is kind of ironic that the part that makes it more recognizable than anything else is the part that set it free. Um, yeah. Also, as JoJo's walking, he gets saved. Um, from getting hit by a taxi, which if you look close, Max is driving that taxi. Yeah, he's driving. We we learn how Max is making his money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he sticks his head out the window and yells at him, and I'm like, oh, it's Max. I'm like, yeah. what's up? <laughs> I like that he says, you look pretty good, and he's like, yeah, everything from the neck down is working fine. <laughs> I yeah. uh, so Jude's yeah. making some art back at the apartment, um, and Jude kind of passes JoJo as he's walking past the cafe, huh? Where there's a sign that says a guitarist is needed. Yeah. Um, and there was a cafe Kendrick in New York back then called the Cafe Wa, and that's what that's based on. <laughs> nice. 
Uh, Sadie's in there. I also love that like that neighborhood. Which is that's one of the is that Greenwich Village or? Yeah, it's down. It looks, it looks like it's down in the village. Yeah, they mentioned the gaslight, which was a place down in the village back then. And they also go to Katz's later, which um, yeah, Katz's Deli. That's that's like in Five Points, isn't it? Yeah, like the Bowery yeah. or whatever. It's a lower. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's Lower East Side. I just looked this up too. Um, I'm just asking you as the New York expert. No, I know, and I just looked it up. It's down. It's down. It's it's by Tompkins Square Park and the the, the mayor's. Does that neighborhood still Gracie look like Mansion. that? No, it, it, it's so New York is so only ten damn, years ago. I know, but New York 15. is so gentrified. Yeah, that part of that neighborhood is still hanging on, but by a thread, man. Because I like the psychedelic assassin. <laughs> Isn't that a great name? That's I a know. great name. That is a That's great name. That's such a great name. Dude, um, I, I went to the back to the Bronx a couple of years ago to like where my family used to live. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it looked like Old West barbers walking around. Like it was totally, <laughs> it was fucking yeah. insane. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so uh, he walks in and, and, you know, during the song, he auditions for the role of lead guitar. So playing that sweet guitar solo on that really sick. Is that the Merle Haggard uh, Telecaster? Oh, I don't sure. know, but it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's his. It's Martin Luther McCoy's guitar. He's an amazing guitarist. The guy's got such soul in his friggin' playing. It's unbelievable. And uh, oh yeah, yeah he, that's his guitar. So uh, I'm pretty sure that's the signature model. Of it, it is definitely Probably. better than when he's playing that flying. It, well, no, v. it's not that. One. It just looks very. Similar. I know, right? With the Bigsby, isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for the only Will. Way to make a flying V tolerable. Well, Will hates Bigsby, so it made me happy because I could like both hate on Will and have a Bigsby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, he he obviously gets the the, the audition um, and you know becomes a guitar player. Uh, Jude showing off his art to some people that are in an office. Um, the pimp comes back uh, to finish that song off strong. <laughs> um, and next we see uh, JoJo. In the apartment where everyone else is, and he's kind of just like finishing the song out, like a little like on that little acoustic guitar, and it's just it sounds so fucking good, like I just love it. Um, and as that's going on, uh, we see a waterlogged Prudence climbing through the bathroom window, uh, which is kind of funny because it's another song. She came in through the bathroom window, and Jude like name drops that. Yeah. So she hit her head for real in that scene too. She whacked oh, really? her head. No shit. Yeah. She whacked her head when she got in. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so um she uh she said she was living across the street, but originally she's from Ohio and she has a black eye and she says that that was a mistake she made. Um so uh Sadie asked where she came from. Jude says she came in through the bathroom window. Um and then we get a flash over now to Lucy um talking to her mom about what she wants to do after graduation. She doesn't want to go to Europe with her mom and her dad. She wants to go hang out with Max in, in New York City and, you know, experience that. Um, so we get well, a... She, uh, she kind of wants to see Jude. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, hey, yeah. Jude. She, yeah, she kind of wants to see Jude. Yeah. So uh, we get another song here. This is a, actually one of the shortest ones in the entire movie, I think, <laughs> um, where we're at the club in... Uh, Sadie's performing with JoJo for the first time. Why don't we just do it in the world? Why don't we 
Like I never knew that I needed Janis Joplin to be singing Beatles songs, right? right? And um, now I do. I don't know what it is, but also like Sadie reminds me of like I don't know why, but she looks like the girl from Brass Against, and all I can think of her is pissing on somebody on stage. Oh, <laughs> they cut that <laughs> scene from the I'm movie. Like, I'm like waiting yeah. for the. I'm like waiting for. I'm like, when's the scene coming? <laughs> uh, fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you! <laughs> uh, so, anyways, but um, she fucking crushes these songs. She, she does. Oh she's yeah, she's amazing. Such a fucking talented, Absolutely amazing, talented musician. Um, so Sadie's performing with JoJo at Cafe, huh? What? <laughs> They're playing the song. Why don't we do it in the road? Uh, Lucy's asking, uh, talking to people. She asked Prudence who she is. Um, and um, uh, it's funny. Prudence is like, I don't sleep with them anymore. Like, I don't, was she sleeping with one of them? Yeah, I don't know. That was kind of weird. It was a weird line. Yeah, I was like, yeah. huh? <laughs> I was like, cafe, huh? Cafe what? Uh, um, cafe who? She tells Jude that she just got into town like three hours ago. Um, Jude asked her if she wants to go outside and get some fresh air, uh, which is funny because she goes, does your girlfriend like happy see us leave together? <laughs> She's like fishing. She's like trying to find out like, uh, you know, hey, what's what's up? But Jude yeah. clarifies yeah. right away. That's not my girlfriend. My yeah, wife. even though they're clearly fucking and this guy's a scumbag. I, I maintain yeah. this is not a good dude up until I this mean, point. He's from Liverpool. Hey, there's no my girlfriend. Rings don't cover holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I call him Ringo. Oh, no. The ring goes leave away. Ringo, leave Ringo out of this. The ring goes away and I can stop. Oh. No. No. Uh, so, uh, bah. uh, she says uh, that she thought uh, Jude went back home to England. He says, nah, I like it here. But uh, he doesn't have a visa, so technically he doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. Um, Jude tries to like find out if she's doing okay after Daniel's death. Uh, she says, yeah, but while she's happy to see Mac, she's kind of scared to give him this letter that came for him. Um, next we go to the world famous Katz's Delicatessen. Which uh, I just it? checked. It's in the Bowery. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so Max opens a letter and finds out that he's been drafted. The group's telling him, man, you should have stayed in college. Um, you got like seven days to figure out how to get the hell out of this. They give him a couple suggestions. Maybe he should say that he's, you know, gay or a pedophile or a rapist and he's going to rape the savage girls that look like her. Um, yeah, or maybe weird. just eat some beets. <laughs> right. And out of all those things, the only one he poo poos on is the beets. They go, I don't like beets. He didn't like say, I don't want to be called any of those. Things. He's like, I don't like beets. Um, Jew suggests maybe he should swallow some cotton. So that way when he takes an x-ray, he shows up as a shadow. Uh, Sadie is suggesting track marks. He doesn't actually have to do drugs. Just put the needles in. <laughs> yeah. Just jam them in a couple times. Yeah. So Max uh, just says, fuck it, and burns the letter, which JoJo says, it don't matter. If, if you're, that letter don't mean shit. You're going to be there or you're going to be in trouble. Now, Doug, you can probably attest to this, too. The village really is this weird and always has been. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, this isn't, again, it's, well, Katz is, is down in... The Bowery, which is like, like sort of the anti-village. Yeah, yeah. It's the unhip village, it, or was, like, anyway. Isn't Chinatown over there, too? Uh, that's further. I think that's on the west side, but I'm not sure. It's been so long. 
All I all I can tell you guys about my experience with the village because I was very young, but my aunt is and was this really cool East Village punk rocker. It got me into mm-hmm. you know gave me tapes all the time, so she'd take me out to shows there and she'd take me to like these weird plays and stuff. And I remember being in this room in the village, and all of a sudden the lights went out and people started falling down out of the ceiling. It was made of paper. And they were on, in harnesses, and they were nude, and they would grab people, and they they take them up into the sky, and then these these people in business suits started walking around, and this lady stuck her head in my shirt and started blowing raspberries on my stomach. Holy and I, shit! And I was in middle school, guys. Wow! I thought that was called a Bronx chair. Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so what you really saw was. The original incarnation of Cirque du Soleil. Pretty, yes. Yeah, pretty exactly. much. Pretty much. Um, so, uh, next we go out by some water near a wharf, and uh, Lucy's telling Jude about how bad Daniel wanted to go serve his country. Um, yeah. Jude tells her, you don't need to talk about that if you don't want to, but she does want to. She's not going to pretend like it didn't happen. And, like, she's scared for Max now because this shit happened, and now Max is going... Um, Jude tries to reassure her that Max is going to be okay because he's a badass. Uh, nothing's going to happen to him because of that. Um, then Jude uh, tears a piece of charred wood off a boat that's sitting out there and uh, goes to a wall and draws a portrait of Lucy on it. Um, then a cop sticks out the window and tells him they're defacing the building. And she's like, we made it better. It was just an ugly building before. Now it's art. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you make her sound whiny? Yeah. Well, she did sound kind of whiny there. Yeah. It's, it's art, man. I mean, um, art. So he tells the cop, uh, you wouldn't chase us. You don't want to scuff up your shoes. And, of course, the cop chases them. They run through an abandoned building. Um, and as soon as they lose the cop, you know, Jew goes out and celebrating. And she's just kind of, like, wistfully looking at him. And she decides to sing a song. Because that's what we do in this movie. That's true. If I fell in love with you Would you promise to be true And help me understand Cause I've been in love before And I found that love was more Than just Holding hands If I give my heart to you I must be sure from the very start That you would love me trust in you oh please don't run and hide if I love 
boy, she can sing. Yeah, mm-hmm. another beautiful performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I like they give her a lot of like these like kind of chill solo type songs too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jude and Lucy connect and kiss as she finishes that song off. Um, and they do a little more than kissing, I'm assuming, because the next morning Max <laughs> walks in and finds them naked in bed together. As her brother, though, he thinks she can do better. <laughs> but he too has a date coming up. He has a date with probably my most my favorite sequence in this entire movie. No. Oh. Whereas the come together is like probably my favorite song. This is my favorite visual sequence I think in this movie, just because the choreography is ridiculous. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Listen, kids, oh if you God. partake in the uh, in the THC, now's the time. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's when this movie like starts getting really kind of like so far like it's been sad, it's been happy, it's been that, but visually. Aside from a couple dancing and lighting effects, we haven't gotten too crazy yet. Right. Yeah, this is, is like when the drug years start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, remember, remember uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall. Like this yeah. is. <laughs> let's let's Th- get into it. This is when you start getting to albums like Sgt. Pepper's and the White Album, and you know the drug albums. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I mean, on top of the fact that the sequence is just amazingly visually, I always love this song too, and it's like yeah. a two-part song. Yep. So, without further ado, I want you to hear this.
shouldn't be in this man's army, son? I'm a cross-dressing homosexual pacifist with a spot on my tongue. As long as you don't have flat feet. You know what really pisses me off? Is I swallowed all those cotton balls and they never even took a damn metric. You still have options. Man. Yeah, like jail or Canada and they both suck. I mean, I could never come home. So what is it? It's a choice of a six by four cell or an endless wasteland of frozen tundra. Montreal's cool. Man, they speak French. So learn French. Learn French or die. how to explain verbally what you watched during that sequence though um but max you know reports to the draft board like he's supposed to and as he walks in a poster of uncle sam comes to life to sing i want you and points directly at him it's like yeah. so trippy he's like some ghostbuster shit <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking perfect man like it is just just the metaphor and it yeah. literally the poster says i want you so it writes itself but yeah my god man that that sequence is crazy and it does then feel get, very like the wall like you yeah know, the soldiers and the they look like they, gi they Joes. look like like they've been a belong in a primus video <laughs> like, yes man <laughs> they all got uniform faces like every face is exactly the same even though they're different shades um and they're doing like an intake for the candidates yeah and, like, they took a mold of the lead dancer's face yeah and, that was the face they used for everybody. And just the, the, the dance is so fucking fantastic. Oh, like and the, con the conveyor belts. The conveyor like belts. like The, the dancing way, like, between the conveyor belts. And there's and so many people doing this simultaneously at the exactly, exact same time. And just on the, spot on. The boxes lowering over them to set them up in the little desks. The way that the, it's filmed where like, the little windows open. The, the different testing going on for the physical. Yeah. Yep. Um, and when the they sing, she's so heavy, they're carrying the fucking Statue of Liberty. Yep, I know, the right? Set, th right through the set of Tropic Thunder. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I know, you see the feet crushing the little yeah. trees, and then they cut, they pull back, and you're right, it's the statue they're and that, carrying. And right when they, when they do that, that, they go, see, she's so heavy, and it's just like, yeah. fuck, that's like, just that's just drenched in metaphor and analogy. Yep, yep. And it's so fucking good. Like, this song, like, it just... It's perfectly conveys what's going on in the scene. Like, and you know what else is cool about it is they use the majority of that song to tell the story of his intake into the military, and I want you coming from the perspective of the government. But then at the very end, there you hear how it switches, and yeah, it, yeah. It, and it, Sadie singing it to JoJo, prudence. and Prudence is singing it to singing Sadie. It to yeah. Sadie, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know he he tries like every excuse they told him except the beats. He should have tried the beats. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're not flat-footed. You're going in. 
And then he's like, well, yeah. I ate a whole box of cotton balls, and they didn't even take an x-ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, while Sadie's singing this, you know, uh, uh, Lucy notices it and tells Jude that I wonder if Sadie knows. And he's like, whoa, I don't know. What is she Yeah, I know. he's oblivious, of course. He's a guy. But, he's uh, such a guy. <laughs> totally pr- clueless. Prudence is definitely uh, not very happy yeah. that once again she's watching the person she wants to be with somebody else. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, she's still trying to figure it out for herself. And we, yeah. We get that in the following scene where she finally does figure it out. So I think it's funny, though, that her name is Prudence, of all things, too. Well, it's like, interesting. So there's obviously it's the Beatles reference, right? But I also read that during the Beatles um, hangout with the, with the I forget, the, the Maharaji, whoever he was in India, the whole yeah. meditation thing, one of them's sister, one of the wives' sisters or whatever, was very reclusive and didn't want to get involved in it. And her name was Prudence. Hmm. And that was part of it, especially with the scene that's coming up. That was part of the motivation for for the whole scene, the hiding away and stuff. So, so do you think the whole, like, don't be a prude is because her name was Prudence? And like, Well, I, th- I, I mean, Prudence is an old-fashioned name. so but was, but was the term don't be a prude out before she was Prudence? Or well, did, no. like was it because of her actions? Oh no no no! Don't be a prude. Is well before the movie. That's what I was yeah, yeah yeah no no no. Well before it just what so I'm happened is, to work out. <laughs> I think you might be onto something if we looked it up. That the name Prudence could have generated that phrase. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that in phrase? general because it was more of a highfalutin name, you yeah. know. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm making shit up now, but I could be right. You could be right. Who knows? And, I don't know. It just seems like too like perfect otherwise no i agree it probably could be like it could it, it could be related i will do some research gentlemen. it would just be like you know if like we came to this new school and the coolest kid in the school's name was eric and doug was trying to suck up to him to like be his best friend i didn't suck up to anybody <laughs> but i would but if i was in school with eric i might have oh well, i'm just saying like 21, 21 jump street eric was the cool kid and then doug was the one who was trying to like get on his good side yes and doug was substantially older so when Joe, he was trying to the, pretend he was younger. Wow. The word, the word prude uh, is from the early 18th century, from French. Okay. Back formation from the word prude feminine. Ah. It's the feminine of prude So I wonder, like, if you name someone prudent, if, like, because that term is so widely used to call it, that's like, like, they basically adopt that personality because of that name. It's possible. Listen, man, it's totally possible. Like their whole life, all they were hey, don't be a prude, don't be a prude. So fucking they turned into one. Um, anyways, <laughs> the next morning, um, Sadie's trying to dress JoJo to make him look like Jimi Hendrix for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a black guy. You play guitar. Wear this exactly. bandana. Yeah. Um, and uh, Max comes over eating a box of Captain Crunch and t- tells yeah, him we got a problem. That was a little off, too. I mean, that was the modern Cap'n Crunch logo. Oh, I didn't know if it was like the, the, the right <laughs> No, I wasn't like that in 69. Okay. Did it still destroy your mouth? Oh, yeah. No, sugar is sugar, <laughs> baby. <laughs> no, I meant like the just Cap'n Crunch tears up the roof of your mouth. Like in no. general, that cereal specifically. I, I didn't have a problem with that when I was a kid. We were tougher back then. Maybe. Wussies. Tougher oh. mouth roofs. That's exactly. what I was, I was about to make another joke there, but I was, I was just talking. I thought you were talking about the teeth because it's like basically pure sugar. <laughs> no, it destroys the top of your mouth. It's like a well-known joke. It's so mm. well-known that it made it into an episode of Family Guy. I never heard that. I gotta say, 
It's true. I guarantee you, it, it may be the way they're made now, but if you... When's the last time you had a box of Captain Crunch? Because for me, it's been a minute. It'll but destroy the roof of your mouth. Something though. about the texture of the cereal will shred the roof of your mouth. It's crazy. Yeah, okay. yeah I guess I guess it's different because we didn't have that problem when we were kids. I ate Captain Crunch walking uphill both ways to school. <laughs> in the, in snow. the snow. In the, in the <laughs> snow, exactly. Joe's right. All right, so... Uh, Trying to trying to talk prudence into coming out of the closet, we get our next song, which ironically enough, coming out of the closet. Wow. Well, that's part of the metaphor, definitely. Yeah, I didn't even but think about it until I said it just now. But yeah. I'll say it before you started. This is one of my favorite songs in the movie. It's, it's just, beautiful. The, the, too, the, the arrangement is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Also, the visuals are beautiful. At too. the end, right when things transform. I mean, it's yeah. just we can't say enough about how stunning this movie is. Oh, cool. Don't start. What is it, Max? Hmm? Prudence. Come on, sweet pea. We all love you. How long has she been in there? All night, I guess. Come on, Prue. What's going on? It's Prudence. I think she's hung up on me. <laughs> Dear Prudence, won't you come out to play? Dear Prudence, greet the brand new day. The sun is up, the sky is blue, it's beautiful, and so are you, dear Prudence. Won't you come out to play? Open up your eyes Dear Prudence See the sunny skies The wind is low The birds will sing That you are part of everything Dear Prudence Won't you
Irish, come on, man. Stop worrying about it. Nothing's gonna happen to me. Come on, I'm gonna go in the army and not get shipped anywhere. Got a lot of cards, learn how to box. Come on, look at this. It's happening everywhere, man. Maybe LBJ will have a change of heart and call the whole thing off, huh? Say, this war hmm? is totally immoral. This is Lucy Kerrigan. So, uh, they all very sweetly sing to Prudence to tell her to come out of the closet there, come out of her hiding place. Um, and the apartment starts to morph as the song goes on. It oh. turns into a beautiful sc- sunny sky. Yep. It just matches the lyrics perfectly. Yeah. And then they're out walking down the street through like a parade that's protesting the war that's going on. They have, I mean, this is just, Great imagery. Um, oh, the costumes are beautiful and horrifying yeah. all at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah. nightmare-inducing, um, but, but it's absolutely fantastic. And it's very appropriate, and especially with yes. the time. Yep. Yeah. Um, can confirm. No. <laughs> can confirm. We uh, see uh, um, the the protesters uh, going on. They have the, the loudspeaker going on and Lucy's yeah. getting worried more and more about Max, but Max is trying to reassure her he's not going to have any problems. He'll just learn how to box and play cards. <sighs> um, but uh, she's, she's still not buying it. Uh, so Lucy goes ahead and visits the protest's headquarters. She wants to join the cause. She wants to do her part. Um, somehow during this whole scene, Pr- Prudence disappears also. She takes off. Um, and uh, Sadie decides she's going to run out her room now that she's gone. And while she's saying that she's talking to Max, who's banging his hammer into a fan. Uh, Also in like the rhythmic pattern of the the bang, bang, Maxwell silver hammer. Like he's doing Mm -hmm. like the whole song. It's it's just fucking awesome. It's just like a nice little Easter egg there. Yeah. Um, Sadie's dressed up. She's going to go out to a meeting. Um, It's just funny. She tells a, Max to take her clothes off too, which is I love that he's wearing her shirt. Uh, and she's invited. Uh, she meets an, an agent, um, and he invites her to go out to a party that night. And he says, "You know, just celebrate. We celebrate you going solo." But she says she needs to talk it over with the rest of the group before she decides to make that decision. Um, and uh, this movie's about to transform even more here in a second. But uh, they go to this party. Um, they see a big pole of pink punch. And they start drinking that. Um, and, uh, a man comes out, no. um, Dr. Robert, Dr. Robert. Hello. And, hello. And played by one Bono of you two. Uh, and he, uh, starts talking about all this, like, kind of like weird transcendental stuff. Um, and we get, a song that I love from the Beatles. Um, his version of it's pretty decent too, but I just I like the song in the first place. It's just like one of those songs. Like, what the fuck is this song about? This, this is where we get to the whole section of the movie that I think should have just been edited out. Yeah, I, I <laughs> the can whole agree. fucking it section. This whole there. thing into the next scene should just not be there. So yeah, waste like the of next fifteen minutes. Yeah, about fifteen minutes of the movie could have not seriously. Been there it could have so not. It could have been missing, and we wouldn't have been the wiser, and would have loved the movie just as much. But they wanted to put these songs in, I'm guessing. No, no, no. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. They wanted the song. They had an opportunity to get Bono in the movie, which is a big draw. And Eddie Izzard. So they they went with it. So, I mean, you know. 
I, yeah. I can't fault them for it. So, oh, no, no, I agree. I agree with you, Joe. Was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on, that whole prudence scene in the parade and everything? Um, just, you know, Paco's a dick, and <laughs> we'll get to that later. He's <laughs> I a real douchebag. That was a beautiful metaphor for, you know, especially for the time. Uh, literally have this character be in the closet, afraid to come out and have her friend supporting her, telling her it's okay. Like, that's yeah. that's uh, that was really, again, just tears the whole thing man yeah, yeah. left yeah. and right now as far yeah. as this hippie shit goes and and all the drug stuff i get why it's there but i i kind of agree with doug like it felt like a lot oh yeah, yeah it didn't need to be there we when we did the uh the preview episode i said this they could just get rid of this whole scene and yes fine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly but i like the song so i'm gonna play this i don't song. know yeah that part of it's cool yeah. yeah i agree yeah so here we go i am the egg man Time is not on our hands, people. Time is slipping through them. We gotta transcend the bullshit. And fast. But hey, no point butting your heads bucking a system. Let them get all snarled up in their dreary high. Never knock the way another cat swings, man. Mmm. Hate to mess with your groove, New York. But we're about two years ahead of you on the coast. We already graduated from what's been going on to where it's going. Amen. I am he as you are, he as you are me, and we are all together. See how they run like pigs from a gun, see how they fly I'm crying Sitting on a cornflake Waiting for the van to come Corporation t-shirts, stupid bloody Tuesday Man, you've been a naughty boy, you let your face grow long I am the Eggman They are the Eggman Mr. City Policeman City Pretty little policeman in a row Grab a luck of fish right on the graphic priestess Boy, you've been a naughty girl You let your knickers down I am the Eggman They are the Eggman I am the walrus Goo-goo-ka-choo Sitting in an English garden waiting for the sun If the sun don't come you get tired from standing in the English rain I am the Eggman They are the Eggman I am the walrus See how they 
was a nice little psychedelic trip there on that bus ride across country. Yeah, right. They end up at like a, uh, it's kind of like a, like a yoga retreat area or yep. something. I don't really know what it is. Like it's a temple. Well, it's yeah, but they he references Doctor Cleary, who's a reference to Timothy Leary, who was the whole LSD. Ah, okay, that he makes was sense. The guy that promoted LSD use and you know, transforming the mind and all that stuff. So um, they're turned away for some reason. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> I guess because we need to get back to the movie. Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean we are going to make one detour before we get back to the movie. But if you want to look at it a little deeper, Doctor Robert was a bit of a douche, and Timothy Cleary or Doctor Cleary didn't want anything to do with him because he's a bit ah. of a fraud. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so he decides they're going to continue on to California, which our characters aren't going to California, and they're kind of like, uh, "What do we do? We're stuck here now." So. Uh, <laughs> You're either um, on the bus or you're off the bus. <laughs> yep. And for this episode, we're about to get off the bus and uh, join us again in part three. Hey, guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh, yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we, Jeopardy. <laughs> are you, though? Listen, guys, we, we need your help. Uh, to help keep the lights on, as they say, uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You fact, can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We, could, we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know, we'll send you some not-safe-for-work picks if, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case. but I'll say for anything picks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, check out uh, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that, on that number one tier. And all with right. that... You even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout-out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then, enjoy this week's movie.